the boss called me up and said, come in to work. I just hung up on that slave driving jerk. And now it's time for expert analysis from the best in the game. This is Be She's Wrestling with Mike Davidson. I'm a former producer of wrestling, and I had to tell people, here's what I need in a promo, here's what I need in a match, and here's why you have to do it. You tried to be cute, you tried to be clever, and you came off undervaluing the guy the promoter is paying thousands of dollars to get into the ring with you. Special guest star, the Mecca, Shane Madison. Madison. Jealousy is something that the Mecca Shane Madison has had to deal with my entire life. It doesn't matter! Because I guarantee that the Mecca will win. And producer Chris. He's just a money-making machine, that guy. As somebody who's featured regularly on their program, I don't think he's going to be able to take enough time away from his other adventures. The guy is a mogul. And now, he, she's wrestling. He, she's wrestling. It's a milestone episode on P.E. She's Wrestling number 80. Man, I've been doing this a long time. I can only imagine what I looked like in episode 180 weeks ago. I was so young and I I loved everyone. I I never said a negative thing about anyone. I was Mr. Positive. I don't remember this period at all. (laughs) Well, I remember it. Well, I wasn't there for episode one. No. No, you were a late addition, and I now was a late addition. you know we may have special a, guest. Star. We may have an announcement. You may not be a special guest star for very long. We might make you a permanent fixture on this show. Ooh, I'd have to juggle that. After My CWE, seeing, after seeing the effect bookings. of Steve Stryker filling in for you, we may make sure you never <laughs> oh, miss God. an episode again. I know the ratings are in the toilet. Talk to me. No, the ratings just, did not just sink in the toilet. Bagging them. I love it. <laughs> the, See, the wheels fall off the bus when Shane Madison doesn't. Now let's talk about your social media, there, pal. It's the Shane Madison effect. Yep. Let's talk. Yes, let's talk about this list of yours. Oh yes, the list. Yes. What What did it mean? Well, that was a list. That's Who my was good, on it? My, well, my good friend Cody came up with. He that loves list. Cody. Do you, are you aware that I love Cody? Yes, I okay. know full well that you love Cody. <laughs> okay, well. Cody for champion at WrestleMania next. A few years ago, Cody came up with a list when he was released or he left WWE. Things that he wanted to do, people he wanted to work with, things he wanted to accomplish. Yep. And I thought, hmm, that's kind of an interesting concept. So I came up with my own list. Who was on your list? Who was on my list? Uh, I know number one was Bobby Shink. Yep. Right? I've you never, want to wrestle Bobby Shink? I've never worked Bobby Shink before. Yeah. Uh, and this is in no particular order, okay. by the way. I mean, let's count the amount of people on there. Josh Holiday, Cheeks, two. Yep. Bryce Bentley, three. Part of Red Hot Summer. Sammy Peppers, the other part of Red Hot Summer, four. Chad Daniels, Chad Daniels, five. James Roth, six. Is it James or James Sam? Yeah. And uh, number who is a seven? Yeah. Sean Martins. Interesting. I've never wrestled Sean Martins. Yeah. Jay Rockney. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have a story, a sidebar with about him. Uh, Kevin O'Dalye. Oh, Kevin, Kevin O'Doyle, O'Doyle. Yes. No, O'Dalye. O'Doyle. Yes. O'Doyle. I want to. I don't need to wrestle O'Doyle. I need to wrestle O'Dalye. Yeah. yeah. You have your own ring announcer, so you can ring announce him as anything you and, want. And and not only ring announcer, videographer. Don't forget. Oh yes, Carter Chen. That's yes. true. <laughs> and then Scott Ripley. Scott Ripley, the guy that Adam Knight broke his jaw. Yep. Okay, so I think, was that 10? That was 10. It depends how you okay, count so 10 people. Sam Roth and James Okay, let's Roth. talk about this comeback now. To wrestle all 10, and Danny Duggan only wrestle, or CWE only promotes one show a month, you'll have to wrestle five rookie shows, five shows at Holy Eucharist Parish Hall, and so you're going to wrestle for 10 months. <laughs> and, Am I? 10 yeah, months? Well, and that's only, and that's if there's no rematches there, pal. Well, one of those could be a tag match, so nine. So I assume it'll be five rookie shows and four. What about the shows. Rumble to remember? All Most of these gentlemen will be in the that's Rumble. That's where we're, oh, so you're counting that? You're, no. If you touch every one of them, that's one match with <laughs> yeah. each one of them? No. He's just going to. Hey, listen, I don't know if all these matches are going to happen. I'm just saying it'd be. That's an intriguing list. It is. What would you be your number one if you had? I know you said no particular order, but for me, I would love to see Mac Kevin O'Dalye. Ma- no, Macashane Madison and Bobby Shink. Interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know, I you've I, been critical of Mister Shink. Well, we call it like it is on no, Vichy's no, Wrestling. I'm gonna I'm gonna channel my inner Wayne Stanton and start some heat here. When, when was I <laughs> critical of Bobby Shink? Do you re- one of the weeks when you were putting yourself over. <laughs> well, that's every week. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> if he's not talking about Cody, he's talking about him. Okay, let's talk CWE. Rumble yeah. Remembers coming up. Mm-hmm. And Chris, producer Chris, you are a prick. 
Yeah. You sent me the information that promoter Danny Duggan has decided that it's time to welcome back the slapper. Oh, boy. Here I love we... how you put the heat on me, too. You're the one who sent it to me. Yeah, it was posted Thank on the internet. You were pissed off. Yeah. I appreciate that it you mad. sent it to me the night before we produced so I could blow off some steam. I liked it. Mike goes, send me the graphic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was hoping to get you fired up before the you show. You did. You did. Yeah. How hot were you? Piping. Well, But now I've, I've come. To, you know, Mark Merrow posted something today that said everyone screws up mm-hmm. and it doesn't make them a bad person. What if they do it multiple times? And when you're booked as a baby face in 2003, it does make you a bad person because you're supposed to be cheering the cheering with the people, not slapping the people who don't like you. How about in 2005 when he doesn't back down to the baby face? Who if we go through, <laughs> we may have to do a long haul on Adam Knight one time. So it's not just the incidents that we just talk about. Here's the thing. I'm all for it. Remember when he went, I said, if he does this right, he should come back to PC or TRC. To, C to, <laughs> he should come to CWE. All the letters. Wait yep. until they welcome him back. Face that locker room. Go out the right way. That's what I said back in December when he slapped the fan. Maybe he I does said that. he should never backdoor into Primos. He chose to backdoor into Primos. Isn't he a Primos champion right now? 204 champion, I oh. thought. Yeah. Well, and then we wonder why Danny's doing what Danny's doing. That's a political move. He's wrestling Billy Blaze at their November rain show. Billy Blaze, not Billy Bleeze. Bees Bleeze. Yes. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say about Should Adam be a good Knight. Match, Everyone is listening right now because it's been promoted that I'm going to go off on Adam Knight. I am not going to go off on Adam Knight. I should have waited to, for, to, today with the graphic. If you had sent me that graphic at about... F- 10 minutes before we went live, you would have got what you got in your inbox. That Here, was entertaining. We can release that. No, <laughs> no, because I, I unload at the irresponsibility. I am now just an armchair booker, a Monday morning promoter, like they say in the... Out of touch. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> I really am not. I promise you that. Everyone's saying it, though. No, they're not. <laughs> they really aren't. <laughs> they're listening more than ever. But here's what I think. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. He wouldn't work for me and I wouldn't, there would be no phone call. I have I don't think he's going to move the needle. I don't think he's going to follow direction. I don't think he's going to have great matches. They are falsely promoting him as a legend who international for his time in smash wrestling in 2010. He hasn't, he hasn't, that, that's his career. That's his claim to fame. 2010, he went to smash. 2010, I ran a TV show that got picked up and was on prime time in Los Angeles. Wasn't that the one DeMore referred? Yeah, no, that was all Japan and he, he oh, failed yeah. out and caused heat. Yeah. Trust me. He's not going to TNA wrestling. We won't, we won't go there, but I'm all for people doing what run CW, CWE, Danny Duggan, run your business the way you see fit. Adam Knight, you conduct your business the way you see fit. If you want to say you're a professional wrestler and you conduct yourself professionally, I don't agree with you. I don't. And I think that, CWE does not need Adam Knight, but they did it, and who cares? Why do you think they? Why do you think they booked him? Because like, he won the two hundred four title at the other show, and it's just Danny's way of staying one up on Primos. Because I happen to know it was a it was a screw you to Primos. That's you all it is. You don't need to book the guy who brings heat on him. I know there are fifty wrestlers out there. I mean, forty nine of them are going to get thrown over the top rope. I won't be one of those, <laughs> but. What I'm saying is that there are other wrestlers out there that you could book. There are surprise wrestlers in the Rumble to remember. Some names that would surprise you um, that have not been announced. So there is no problem getting 50 participants for the Rumble. So I'm just trying to think what the logic is of booking this guy. It's a screw you to Primos. It's a petty political move. I don't, and it's Adam Knight being idiotic because you got the promote, the last promoter that stood by you when the heat was on, puts you over for his title. And then you decide, ah, I got a chance to like, it's, it's, it's idiotic. Let me ask you this. Now I will be in this locker room. Yeah. What will, what would you say if he came back there and apologized to everybody for his behavior a year ago? I think it would be hollow. Mm-hmm. I think the action was based on an act. See, to say sorry for something you did that you shouldn't have done is a word. It's, um, hey, I'm sorry. It's very easy to say. Mm-hmm. 
your actions, your professionalism, your overall field of range, your range of your actions over the course of 20 years, if it's been a consistency of idiotic behavior, <laughs> you can't, I'm sorry, stops working. Yeah. He doesn't make him a bad person. It no. make, he's got terrible judgment and it, inf- it infringes on what I will say is quality professional output of work. And that's the problem. So that's all we're going to say about Adam Knight, unless you have something to add. But I will say I saw Sheldon at the CWE. He's a very nice guy. You know how he introduced himself to me? I'm the guy that Adam Knight slapped. <laughs> yeah, came right up to me. He goes, Shane Madison, I love the podcast. He does. And then he said, uh, I'm the guy Adam Knight slapped. I go, oh, hey, Sheldon. Thank you for listening to the <laughs> and show. And that was good that he says that yeah. because if he just said, I'm Sheldon, you might not have put it together. Well, I, I don't know too many Sheldons, but... Yeah. Um, he was at the show and, and that's how he introduced himself. So I think there needs to be more guys named Sheldon, like WWE, when they're giving guys names in NXT, I think there should be a Sheldon Smith, Sheldon Brown. Wasn't there another Sheldon around here? Shelton. Oh yeah. Sheldon Heath. That was it. That's the guy that went down to a PCW show after Pepito hit the ring and told him that he was sent by Mike Davidson to attack Sheldon Heath. Yeah. Oh, and he was lying. I never sent him. He said he was paid by Mike Davidson to go down there and raise she's and that (laughs) was not true. But why would he say that? Like he's lucky shell cross didn't take him on. Who is that guy? Is he That's the guy you had with you in In Yorkton Yorkton when I got stranded in the, Oh yeah. Yeah, Okay. Stranded in Yorkton. They uh, hung out at my place. You were so good to me that night that's right it's been a lifelong friendship pal (laughs) enough about adam knight let's let's move along because otherwise i could go on about adam knight we should do a deep dive on adam knight i'm sure people would love to hear an hour and a half of me just going off and off and off about adam knight do you think adam knight listens to this podcast i know for a fact he does not i am blocked slash dumpster dive so i wonder what happens do you think when if i see him in the back and again anything like i said anything i think he'll be polite and professional I, oh, I, no, I think he'll be polite. I don't, I think, I can't say the word professional in association to this guy. I own everything I say here, so I have no problem. Yeah, what's he going to say? You know? Like, your podcast is is she's? Well, guess what? Well, it's total. More bees, pe- she's. Yeah. More people, like, trust me, more people listen to this podcast in a week than go to local wrestling shows. Yeah, the, yeah. the amount of people, I'll just tell you guys, it's the amount of people in the local industry who I just bump into every day, they'll say, well, I don't listen to the podcast, but, you know, good job, guys. It's, and there's a lot of fans and, that are, and if, I'm like, if and, the boys aren't. And it's the it's the boys. It's 100% the boys that are listening, but they, they all have to t- qualify it by first saying, I don't listen, but the smart, guys, guys, are the doing smart guys actually do tell me they do listen, but enough about that. It's the same thing when guys used to say, oh, I'm not going to go when WWE comes to town. I'm not, I'm not going to go to the show. Meanwhile, oh, I got free tickets. They all yeah. go well, I hate to break it to you. Our podcast is free. So you can't say you got free. Everyone got it free. All right. So that's all we're going to say about that. Let's talk about, I want to put over something here. AJ Sanchez mm-hmm. is running the... Um, What's he calling it? Iron Age Pro Wrestling Camp. And it's a weekend camp, so you get yep. to dabble, you get to introduce yourself to the trainer and see what you might be getting into yep. if you go the whole distance. Coming up on December 2nd and 3rd, for all you aspiring professional wrestlers out there, I believe the cost for the weekend is $200, I believe. Seems fair. Yep. Considering training should cost you $2,000, $3,000. Yeah, so if you've ever thought about it, this might be a good opportunity for... You get six hours. It's 12 to 3 both days, yes. Saturday and Sunday. It's at, is it at Brickhouse Gym? I think it... Well, it's Iron Age is, at, I believe, Tyler Colton's gym. Okay. Sorry. Sorry if it's not at Brickhouse. Anyway, get get <laughs> at AJ Sanchez on, on uh, social media. Interesting branding of that event, of that school. It's not branded CWE anywhere. Wasn't in, he kind of the head trainer for C... Is he the CWE head trainer or is he involved in the training at well, CWE? Yeah. AJ, That's the problem is it's very convoluted yeah. who's training where and what. Yeah. So AJ runs, I mean, I guess they call it the, I don't know if it's the Sanchez Wrestling Academy. I mean, there was the Elite Wrestling Academy that I was kind of involved with as well. Myself, AJ, who else was in there? Kevin Cannon. Yeah, Ke- Cannon was there. Marty, Marty Goldstein Gold was there. I mean, like, everybody kind of has, Danny. yeah, has like a little bit of a role, right? Everybody brings something to the to the table. But I believe right now, it's just AJ who's doing the training, and I think you know Kevin comes. Like when I was down at training the last couple of weeks, you know, it's mostly like green green guys who are just learning. You know, um, Sammy Peppers comes down, Bryce Bentley would come down, some of these guys come down. 
But yeah, I think it's just basically AJ running the camp now. Uh, and that 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 is at Iron Age Gym, fourteen ninety three Aaron Street. Thank you. Winnipeg. Okay, sorry about saying it was at a different gym. And how do they reach AJ Sanchez? Uh, on Facebook, or you can email him AJ Sanchez sixty six at hotmail dot com. What I want to know is every promoter will benefit if he like he produced James Roth. He he developed him. He developed Chad Daniels. Did he not? No, Lance Storm did. Okay, my Chad bad. Daniels. Who uh, who else did he? He got cheeks. Cheeks. Yep. Who else? He there's Man. a crop. There's <clears> a <throat> he, there is a crop. Like pretty much a, most of the young guys, whether he developed them or he helped them along. Yeah. So then he's got his fingerprints so on pretty much everybody. Yeah. After he does this, there will be more um, talent for these promoters to share because that's all they do: share talent. Um, but I just want like he's going out on his own to do this right? yeah wpw immediately endorsed it cwe did endorse it everybody kind of we endorse it mm-hmm. i think it's great if you're going to train in winnipeg or manitoba and you don't say you were trained by mentalo or aj sanchez i'm just not going to take you very seriously if you say player one trained me for primo's wrestling <laughs> th- i'm really not going to take you i think serious. it's really smart what he's doing because he's as you've always talked about it's this is ancillary revenue for him so he's got his wrestling revenue he's got his cwe training revenue now he's got this camp revenue it's a really smart thing to do he for somebody. will teach you so much i think it's great if you want to get into the wrestling business hit up aj join the iron age training academy is that iron, what he's calling iron age pro wrestling camp there december 2nd so, december 3rd okay and i can attest i've been at these training sessions i will tell you the the littlest thing positioning footwork all these things that you don't even consider um i was like i'm very impressed with what aj can do uh when he's training new guys like it's it's amazing his attention to detail yep let's talk quickly about something else WPW has their show coming up in December, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Nine matches announced. I don't know if they're all announced, but I heard that there's going to be nine matches, which sounds a little extreme to me. It sounds a little heavy. <laughs> it sounds a lot heavy. Now, if you do nine matches and you give them all 15 minutes, that's two hours and 15 minutes plus an intermission because they got their, their, yep. they believe in the model where you got to yep. give them... Yeah, the guys, the opportunity to sell their gimmicks at halftime. Mm-hmm. Or and in WPW's credit, they start right on time. 7.30, 7.05, just okay, like... So, uh, so it's like a three-hour show, basically. Get them out by 9.30, 9.45. It's a good entertainment package. Yep, nine, nine matches is a lot. Depends. The thing is, what I'll say. Yeah, Mo Jabari and Tyler Colton are main eventing for the WPW heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. That's going to be interesting. I like that idea. Um, but nobody buys Mo Jabari's going to... It's too soon for Tyler Colton to lose. Like the champion does not lose his first title defense oh, unless yeah. it's a fluke and it's a rematch against the the former champion. Be interesting to see if Bobby Shink is booked on that show. Bobby Shink will be booked. I actually have complete faith in Devin, the booker for WPW, to be very creative in how he's going to rebuild Bobby Shink. Bobby Shink is very over with that audience doing what Bobby Shink does. The problem with what Bobby Shink does is as your heavyweight champion it's not, it might not be the perfect fit. Well, let me, let me ask you something then, Mike, do you turn him heel now? No. After, after that no. match with Colton, the, you fans turned on me, that sort of thing. Did the fans turn on him? He can make any claim he wants. It's the imaginary world of professional wrestling. I think he'd be going up against a, up his, against the grain with gimmick that. gimmick is a baby face gimmick. It's right? like Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Locally, how are you, how is, are you right? going to present yourself with the syrup gimmick that you sell at the gimmick table? If you're not a baby face with the syrup. Well, you could always go back to that gimmick if it's getting tired. Like you're, to your point previously, maybe the gimmick's tired. Not for that crowd, maybe, but. I didn't think the gimmick was tired. Mm-hmm. In fact, remember going into that last show at the Rumble to Burt, I, wow, there's been a lot of rumbles lately. I've <laughs> yeah, said, no I've said, you wait till the crowd is in the building to decide how you're going to yep. finish that match. Yeah. But then when you see how they finished that match, it's clear that the office was ready to change the tie- champion probably a month before, judging by the, probably from the show before, judging by how they laid everything out. So for him, I think you get him into a program, a, a feud with a good heel, and he and something where he can bump and sell. You to need get to that, rehabilitate him. Yeah, to yeah. get him over, to get some sympathy on him. He lost the title pretty clean, and he's he's now 
You got punked out. Listen, let me tell you something. I always said when I booked you and I booked guys, you can lose the last match of the of the feud yep. and be stronger for losing. Yep. It's harder if you win because you got to keep the momentum. Right. You get to go back 10 steps and start over when you lose. But it's more of an art form to keep your heat when you lose. Absolutely. Too. And that's why I liked losing all yep. the time. Yeah. And you get a fresh start. So he gets a fresh start. Now, to your point, do you turn him heel now? I just think it's it's not the time to do that. I think you you double down on what made you very popular. And I have a feeling Bobby Shink has probably looked at this and said, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, but I'm going to focus on the things that work a little bit better, as opposed to I'm going to focus on doing everything I can possibly do and not care if it works or not. He's going to focus on the things that are working for him better. I look forward to it. Yeah. I, I like him. I like him in the ring. Yeah. He, yeah. But for his gimmick to work, he's got to be selling because he's got to get the syrup to yeah. power up. Yeah. So that's why you got to get some sympathy on him. I would have a beast, like whoever their biggest, baddest heel is, show up. And I guess that was Tyler Colton going in the last match. But show up and just get some sympathy on him. And then you've got an angle. Yeah. Maybe that's AJ. Who knows? But that's that's where I go with with uh, Bobby Shink. Where are we at for time? Producers? We are at 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, Tony Candelo has the November to Remember show coming up in about 10 days. Rumble to Remember is coming up in about 11 days. Mecca Shane's ready. For Me- the, Sh- the Mecca Shane Madison. Is ready to Shane win. Shane Madison effect. Is ready to win. Ready to show that if you strap the push to his ass... Business goes on fire. T-shirt coming out soon. Shane Madison effect. Be she. Thank you for saying t-shirts. Be she's wrestling Mm t-shirts are coming out soon. Can't wait. Uh, And I got a big announcement coming up next week in episode 81. We're going to go deep with Robbie Royce. Robbie Royce has agreed to do. It's going to be his first interview on a podcast since the injury, September 8th, uh, in the CWE ring when he got, he broke his neck in a tables, ladders and chairs tag team match. We're going to find out exactly when, what, happened that night, what's gone through his head, how he's doing emotionally, how he's doing physically. I can't wait for that one. So that's a big announcement. I have a lot of questions for Robbie Royce. A lot of hard questions I'm going to ask. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna go deep on that one. So um, yeah, and coming up still tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about Tony Khan, the, how he ever won Booker of the Year. We're going to talk about this after the break. But hold on a second. Before we go to break, we need to talk about, you said something last week. Oh, God. I, I, please. Regarding <laughs> Primos. Don't, don't hold him rec- responsible. You were talking about, because I went back and listened to episode Let's hear it. 79. What did I say? You said, if anyone buys a ticket to a Primo show because of player one on the poster... Please message the show. Someone did? And I will issue an apology. Who, I, who messaged the show? I'm asking you. Oh, thank This isn't so bad. <laughs> Praise the see, Lord. See I'm how asking, red he turned? He was, he was so red for a second there. I'm asking you, has yes. anybody messaged no, you? No, of course so not. nobody buys a Primo's ticket for player one? No. Okay. No, nobody, nobody contacted us on social media. Nobody emailed us. Nobody texted, called, nothing. I was just tying Not up that loose Not one person end. said, hey, I like player one. I didn't even hear that. I didn't even hear, oh, could you take it easy on Graham? He's not so bad. I didn't even hear that. So you know what that means? Mike Davidson was right again. Uh, as usual. Um, I will say, to, to give you a Graham Keem update quickly, at Comic-Con, he yep. had his ring set up, and you mm-hmm. can take a picture with him or Belts. With or, player one in the ring. Yeah, there was player one po- posing for pictures. Did anybody take, did anybody pay? I for saw that? him in a picture with someone I didn't recognize. So I don't know if they paid, but there was. Anyway, let's, okay. um, <laughs> friend of the show, Richard, Move on from that. went up to player one and said, yep. the guys from BC's wrestling say hi. And he looked at him like he didn't recognize, even though he knows the show well. <laughs> and he didn't respond because he's trying. This is what, this is what people in Winnipeg wrestling are trained to do. If you hate what you're asked, no sell. That's what you're talking. If <laughs> yeah. you get ribbed, no sell. It's it's ingrained in people. Yep. Learn to not sell because they can't handle their emotions. Now, if somebody came up to me and said, so-and-so says hi, I'd say, oh, how the hell is so-and-so? Yeah. Even if I, even Adam Wright, Adam Wright said hi. Really? Did he slap you? Did he slap it into you that he said hi? Like, <laughs> That's the proper way to know a sell, though. Yes. You, like you, when, don't when, pretend you don't exactly. know because everyone yeah. knows you do know. Yeah. And you only look like a dick. And if you, you can't, as a promoter or as somebody who's trying to sell either his character as a babyface or heel, just coming across as a dick who has no charisma isn't going to help you. So that's that. Nobody that I know paid to get a picture with player one, but maybe someone did. Nobody contacted us and said they buy a ticket because of player one. If player one is your major draw on a show, 
you have a very, very weak show. That's what I'll say. And let's extend it for another week. If you go to a show because of Player One, send us a voice clip telling us Isn't why you go to shows and to see yeah, Player One. For, we'll play it on the show. I tell you what, let's just make it an open invitation. If anyone who listens to the show at any point in time yes. buys a ticket because of Player One, please. Thursday night, November 23rd at the Pyramid. Player One will definitely be on that show. Mm-hmm. If you buy a ticket because of Player One, I will say I was wrong. But don't lie to me. Can I can I go buy a ticket now just to hear you say that? I'll just I I bought one for player right now. Of player one? Right now, someone is texting player one, going, "I think we got one sale." <laughs> yeah. Producer Chris said he's going to buy it. It won't be me because I'll be in Orlando, and it isn't going to be me. Right. I don't know where I'm going to be, but I ain't going to be there. This episode of B She's Wrestling is powered by First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store, where you'll find the coolest sports cards, autographs from your favorites, and of course, wrestling collectibles galore. As a loyal Bees She's Wrestling listener, you can get a discount on your purchase using the code Bees She's. That code is B E E Z S H E E Z. One word to get 10% off. Visit the store online, firstrow.ca, or instead of click and order, go brick and mortar. Meet the guys at First Row in person, 1835 Main Street, Winnipeg, Manitoba. First Row Collectibles, Canada's online and in-person collectible store. Deputy Dion, Dave Dixon here. Just got finished listening to the show and there's some talk around the name of the Twitter bird. I can tell you, his name is Larry. That's brought to you by Quizzlers, your fundraising alternative solution. Quizzlers, it's interactive, it's social, it's trivia. I'm going to say something. I'm an armchair booker. Monday morning, no, I'm an armchair promoter, a Monday morning booker. Those are things they say when you're an NFL fan and you and you have nothing but a, no history. I, I have a bit of a history. I could book better. I could book AEW better in my sleep. It's so bad right now. And it's all thanks to one guy. If this was WCW and this was 1999 or 2000, there w- it would be obvious that there was a booking change. Mm-hmm. It would be very, Dave Meltzer would be reporting on it. The powers that be would say momentum is important and you don't have it. Now, the TV numbers are staying static, consistent, up, down, up, down, but it's there's ups, yeah. there's downs, but the tickets aren't selling. And I'm going to tell you 100% why AEW's tickets are not selling. Because, and this ties into Winnipeg Jets too. This ties into anytime you're the hot property. Mm-hmm. Everyone makes this mistake. Demand is high. Let's make sure we raise our prices while demand is high because it might not always be high. And that's great. When demand is high, Mm -hmm. get all the money out of the market you can. Except for when people say, I've seen it. I would go again, but it wasn't worth the money I paid. And then they stop buying tickets the second or third time. Now, they're still watching TV. They're still buying the the pay-per-views but they're not committing the time or the money to go see the show live. The attendances have been dreadful. And it's because if he had sold his ticket for, I think he was selling in Winnipeg for $100. Who, Tony Khan? Yes. $90. We didn't pay, so way we don't more know. Than yeah. WWE, none, none way more paid, than so. WWE. If he had sold those tickets, premium tickets, $49.99 to keep it under 50 and his get-in price, $21, People would say, I'll go again. I liked it. I had fun. I can't wait to go back. And in Winnipeg right now, there's still people who would go back. They can't wait. His booking is terrible. Nothing is making me go, I can't wait to see this. Where is this going to go? What do they have planned for this? They've neutered MJF. Speaking of tickets, oh, before we get, so get completely off that, did you see the, the, uh, the exchange between Jeff Jarrett and, and Jim Cornette? Uh, Jeff Jarrett saying, I would love to bring Jim Cornette to an all, all elite show. And Jim Cornette saying, couldn't find another person in town to do the two for one deal. So I'm not going basically, yeah. you know, sticking it to them saying, you guys are selling your tickets for half price and I'm not interested. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
I don't think that, to be honest, Cornette saying anything was kind of like, if he had said, yeah, I would love to go, would have looked weird because he spent the longest, he spent more time bad-mouthing Tony Khan than me. Let me reiterate something I said a couple weeks ago. AEW has to be strong for the indies to be strong. The business is only strong when number two is doing good things. WWE isn't even as strong when number two isn't doing good things. Mm. It You need to have a competition between the companies. Tony Khan is the worst booker and he's panicking now. Kenny Omega versus MJF. Great match. Yeah, let's get it on TV as fast as possible. For free. And let's put over MJF. And what do you got with Kenny Omega now? Kenny Omega isn't worth half the money you're paying him yeah. because nothing he does. Now he's with Jericho as the Golden Jets. Oh. And doing the stupid Don Callis family yep. gimmick. Do they realize that what happens in Winnipeg doesn't translate to a national scene? I haven't even seen local promoters think Winnipeg is that over. And then I liked when they Wardlow grabbed MJF by the throat and had him up against the wall, and he looked like he was like he was like scared. And I'm like thinking like, I was like, I could totally see Roman Reigns doing this. Do you want to know how you kill a heavyweight champion? <laughs> Make him like a little Give bitch. him if 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 you did this in WWE, okay, Seth Rollins, you're going to be the WWE champion and we're going to give you the NXT tag team title belt and we want you to carry both. Yeah. To make one seem so unimportant, the heavyweight title, he seems to care more about the ROH tag title belt. Are you the, you are the worst booker in the world and anybody who disagrees with me, please call me on it. This is so simple what they needed to do. I've seen people online, AEW fans saying it's getting very hard to it's defend done. this company. It's done. They 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 are the brand is dying and you can't you could I could tell you points where they could have saved it in the last two months. How do they pull the nose up? First things first what they should have done. Let's say what they should okay. have done. They should have done Edge come in and challenge MJF and chase a heel MJF. So you got the baby face with momentum coming in and saying, you call yourself the AEW champion. I've been the champion. I've been at the highest point of the mountain. I am a living Hall of Famer. I just haven't been inducted yet. And beating you is only going to help my resume. He has been inducted, actually. Oh, there yes, you go. He was. I am an active Hall of Famer. <laughs> yep. And if somebody said to me, well, you can't say that because it's acknowledging his WWE history. Why are you paying him if you're not going to acknowledge they the acknowledge WWE it, history? They acknowledge yeah. that place all the time. Yes. So you don't think bringing Ric Flair into AEW on a long-term deal? He's 75 years old and is going to die before the contract is up, probably. Like, how long? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, what are the... There's no money in Ric Flair. What are None. they doing? He's going to promote his energy drink. Here's though. how yeah. they could have saved MJF. Okay. So if you decided you're not going to do it with Edge, mm -hmm. your next thing that you should realize is Kenny Omega as top babyface. Get him out of that stupid thing with the Don Callis family. Anybody who says, oh, the Don Callis family is entertaining to watch. Yeah, but it ain't building stars. You're, you're trying to get all this heat on heels. The babyfaces are suffering from working with them. You, nothing is working. It's nothing. Okay, mid card. If it was a mid card gimmick, that's with what they're doing. Uh, but the, they've got Kenny Omega. And now Chris they Jericho. got Big Show in there. I know. Yeah. If it was just yeah. mid card guys, I would actually like this thing. But because MGF and Chris Jericho are in there, two bona fide MGF stars. MGF is not in there. Omega and Jericho. Uh, Omega are in and there. Jericho are in there. Two bona fide stars. I said this six months ago, and I've been proven right. Don Callis does not get talent over. None. Not one talent has he gotten over. In fact, he's killed talent. Chris Jericho has gotten worse from working in an angle with Don Callis. Omega has gotten less over from working in a yeah. program with Don Callis. Oh, Don's the best promo in the business. Then how come nobody gets over working with Don? Yeah. I could go, I could sign up to do a local, I could, I could appear as a talent on a local wrestling show right now as a baby face. I could get heat on myself, but I wouldn't wrestle the match. That's the problem but I could get people to care about what I'm going to do, or I could, as a heel, get people to hate me enough that they want to pay to see what we're going with because you have to learn how to lead to money. Tony Khan does not know how to lead to money. No clue. No clue. It's and he bad. never did. Let's go back. He puts the belt on Jericho. Yep. Jericho's a great champion. Oh, we got to get the belt on Moxley because Moxley, we just paid a bunch of money to get from WWE. Let's get the belt on Moxley. You don't have to put the title on the guy. Now, people are going to say, well, wait a minute. You just said Edge should challenge for the title. Yes, challenge for the title. But put your champion over. The longest title reign in this company, MJF just said it, 155 days is less than six months. Well, I think it's probably, it, he wanted it full gear last year. So we're getting close to a year. 
Why did they say the longest rain was 155 days? I don't know. Maybe they can't count. I'm not sure. But he won it from Hangman Page in full gear last year. You're four years into your company, five years. If you haven't had a one and a half year title reign by now, you're booking badly. It means your vision. It means you have no vision because you get the title. The whole idea is get the champion over. Champion gets the title. He should be hot. Angle after angle should be him in peril to keep the title so that people can't wait for him to lose it. Yeah. They don't care about the title. If you can't get your champion over, you have nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Think of the worst WWE champions. They're short term. Remember when they went to Hangman Page as a champion? Terrible. (laughs) And that's just the top of the card. Then they've got all of this peripheral talent. Jay White's not a top guy. Oh, top free agent. We got to get him. Satnam Singh. Yes. Yeah. One in a million. Orange Cassidy has had a very long, impressive title reign as the international champion. But he's not as over as he was two years ago. Yeah. He needs to cool down. It's Look what they've done to the acclaimed. Yes. They were white hot. Yeah, now they're the ROH trios champion. The trios champion. Remember when I told you trios sucked and you tried to argue with me? I did. Well, trios wrestling is the kiss of death for anybody. Yeah. It buries you where you're sharing any kind of heat you get in one. Th- you're, it's like cutting talent into one thirds. Well, the Bucks gonna... just lost it. The six man tag ROH belts to Toa Leona and, and, and Brian Cage and the other guy. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like nobody's. <laughs> Brian Cage is turned into a nobody. If I was Tony Khan, the first thing I would do is announce <laughs> Ring of Honor is dead and I am burying it. No, and, no. The first thing you announce is you say you have a big announcement and you promote Wembley Stadium. Tickets on sale to get the jump on Bash in Berlin for WWE. This yeah. is worse than Dixie Carter for false hyping a big announcement. She used to do that a lot. Listen, the bigger question about Tony Khan is he said his parents have their Christmas tree up since July. That's yeah, what, yeah that's and, what and, he thought, and he thought it was hilarious that he was like he thought that was such a funny thing to say. <laughs> do you know how you save AEW? <laughs> so do you know how you cringe. save AEW? I don't. I don't even know at this point. I honestly don't know. Because the talent is so... There's no unity. There's no team in AEW. So it's not even like somebody like you could step up in front of a locker room meeting and say, Tony, if you remain as Booker, I am... Like, let's get me out of my... I am respectfully asking for my release because you are hurting the company, not helping it. And me staying will not work any longer because I don't believe in your creative vision. There's nobody that will do that because nobody will be united underneath it. And then you would have four or five, seven top people say, I'm, I second the motion. I also need the release. And then he has to realize he's lost the locker room. He didn't have the leadership at the beginning of this. Hey, it ain't easy to write three hours of or two hours of TV on Wednesday, one hour of Friday, and then two hours on Saturday and any of it to be relevant. What happened to Brian Danielson was going to be the ring of, or he was going to be the Saturday night booker and everything was going to be great because Vince respected him as creative mind. Do we know this? He's hurt again now. He's, oh, he's he out. His orbital bone busted. Yeah, he's out till like December. He's yeah. out for another month. They put him in in a bad situation. Kenny Omega versus MJF was an angle that could have saved. Could have been the money. Saved yep. some. He kept some momentum. Not saved the company. Created a buzz and some momentum. Well, let's give it away on TV because we need to pop a number. This is what Vince Russo got very guilty of when he took over WCW. When when he took over WCW, he absolutely butchered. Um their programming because everything was about TV and everything was reactionary and there's no vision. Well, Tony Khan, I, if I were you right now, I'd hire, I would hire Vince Russo because at least a new, new flavor of creative might do something. It's awful. There's good, there's good people to hire though. Besides Vince Russo. I would throw a world of money at Brian Gerwitz. Yeah. I would throw big money at somebody who was successful at writing WWE from some point in 99 on who ha, who's a free agent. I don't think David Legan is that guy. Story structure. Somebody who understands there's a beginning and a middle of an end to a story. Yeah. That's really all all you need. It's brutal. I, and, I don't know how they, honestly, I don't know what they do to get out of this. Like it's, it's really, it's, 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 it's slow, tough to see. You know what the word is? Slow the F down and go back to basics. But you know what? And then I go and watch, you know, SmackDown, not this past week, but the week before. It was probably the best two hours of television wrestling 
I've seen all year. Yes. It was outstanding. I And Halloween Havoc. Did you guys watch Halloween Havoc? The two who helped Who helped Shawn Michaels put that together? I, I have no idea, but that show, top to bottom, was outstanding. So let's assume Shawn Michaels is the creative visionary solo. It's so good. But there's someone there that's giving him good stuff, and he's putting it together. But he's a retired wrestler who knew how to keep get himself over, keep himself over, and adjust to transition, right? What he was in the Attitude Era, what he became in the Ruthless Aggression Era, when he came back, what he became later on. So, so there's got to be somebody who's a retired wrestler, who who's a wrestling mind who can sit there with writers who will format the show and say, here's the vision, this guy and this guy, this and this, let's go here. Let's get rid of stupid stuff. The whole, and they have all those guys. Yeah, but get, nobody's listening to them. Or are they even speaking up? That That's what, that's uh, one of the things I'm wondering because they've had guys like Arn Anderson. They had guys like, you know, Jake Roberts in the back. Jim Ross. Guys that know the business and know how to do business right. So are these guys not speaking up and just happy to grab a check? Yep. Or are they speaking up and the and the young guys are not listening? Do you know how you become a good booker? If you can see what you need to do to get yourself over, get yourself over, keep yourself over, and get even more over. If you could do that at any level consistently, two years, then you know how to book because you know how to do it for yourself. Because if in, in most times a guy like yourself had to go to a booker and sell it, get him to buy in and a promoter, get them to buy in. And then you had to execute what you got them to buy into. Who, me? Any guy. I I'm to, using you as an example. I'd have to go sell something. No, you never had to sell your, but a lot of times mm. if you, if you were the a top guy, you often had to say, here's what I want to do. Here's who I want to do it with. Mm. And here's what the end will be. And then it goes to this and then it goes to this. Well, that's a, what I've done for this run. And then a, that's book, exactly what then I've a done. booker would say, okay, I like this. I'm going to, we're going to work together. Well, on I'm this. the booker. Collaborate, <laughs> right? Yeah. If you could do that, then you could book AEW because you only, what people have to understand. Maybe I should give Tony a call. WPW yeah. needs to understand this. AEW needs to understand this. CWE needs to understand this. To get hot, you only need one angle hot mm-hmm. and things underneath it fall into place. Get your one guy over and everyone benefits. Steve Austin did it for WWE in 1997. He got so hot. Shawn Michaels wasn't that hot. Even at the beginning of DX, yep. Bret Hart wasn't that hot. They let him go. But in by 97, Steve Austin got so red hot, everyone around him got hot. Get your one thing over. The Rock and Roll Express did it in, in the Carolinas in 85, 86. They lit the business on fire. That then led to the Four Horsemen. Blah, 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 blah. We did it here a bunch of times. Yes. You and we'll do it again. Identify the one thing that can get hot. Unfortunately, you've killed MJF beyond repair right now. Yeah. He needs to lose. He needs to go back 10 steps and start over and get hot yep. again. Who can it be? I don't know. Because they've burned so much talent. Yeah. Will Ospreay could be the guy, but you got to get him, got to sign him, and you got to have the plan. And you got to slow down and plan where you want to go. Take a six-month canvas and say, at the end of this, this is the finish line. AEW hasn't done that. It's brutal. It needs to be hotter. I talked to a promoter today, yesterday by text, and he said, hey, the indies, are, the indies aren't drawing what they were drawing six months ago. The there's a lot of regionals that were really getting hot. They're losing momentum. It's part of that is the end of this fall time is hard to draw. Spring and summer, spring is always the hot period. Summer slows down. But you got to have a plan to get into your, that wrestle, that Royal Rumble to WrestleMania is the red hot time. Everything needs to be planned to fire on all cylinders there. Which is why, you know, flipping over to TNA, you know, debuting TNA, coming back debuting at the palms great place yes. and again that was the venue we talked about right here several weeks we ago couldn't mention. we couldn't mention because they want to so they're having at the palms which used to be ufc ran shows there kind of a hip place so their presentation coupled with the new is launch, it on the strip or just off the palms uh, palms is on the strip okay palms is on the strip yeah uh, i'm reasonably certain i've stayed there a bunch of times actually but 
you know, it's that's a great venue for them. That's a great city for them to do these shows. They have in. to draw now. Yeah. Because yeah. if you to, to But it's a smaller it's a smaller venue. Yeah. Right. So it's gonna be it's gonna be more intimate. Impact I, but, does not need it. it Impact running the venues they do, and and this year they've done very well in all of their venues. Mm-hmm. It's um, yeah, they're they're people re- are talking. Yeah, their recipe has been right. Now but they need ta- a better TV carrier. But we're talking, you know, maybe it's TNA that steps up to be the new number two. Maybe they can get hot. Maybe they're you it's, know, it's a hell of a leap for TNA. You'd have to mix into that package CM Punk. You'd have to mix which, in which Scott Demora said the door is open. Yeah, they might get. I think there's a there's a small chance that Will Osprey signs there six months or a year, similar to what uh, Trinity did or the the girl. Yeah, yeah. They they need one or two more pieces and a good TV outlet to get hot. They're like the ECW of 1997, mm-hmm. where people want want they can't get enough of ECW, and they're starting to get tired of WCW. And WWE is the one they want to win. Well, right now, everyone, most people think WWE is winning. and By a landslide. I think people want AEW to be hot, but they're getting tired of the booker fumbling. It's tough to watch. If you're a a pro sports team, he owns it. But you're a pro sports team and you're losing on the field every week, you make a change. And you stand by the change. It's time to look to make a change. I like what's going on with TNA though, because they're so they're positioned so well to become possibly. I mean, they don't have the money. The other guys, let's be honest, mm-hmm. but they are positioned so well to become the hot number two that you're talking about, the ECW, because uh, all elite wrestling is dropping the ball. They're a benefactor of not becoming number exactly. two. Exactly, they're actually the benefactor of a number two that's really weak, sucking, yeah, bad. And then people going, well, at least this one's not sucking. They do something good with everyone. How many tickets do you think AEW moves for all in next August when tickets go on sale, pre-sale on November the 27th? It'll be good. 20? 20,000? What was their first day this year? I think they did like, was it like 40? Yeah, it was close to 40,000. I don't think the decline will be 50%. I think the decline will be like, 20 percent. It'll be noticeable. So and what, Dave Meltzer will be all over. The biggest thing is Dave Dave Meltzer, the apologist for AEW, is not. He's actually being honest. It's, but you know what? I have a feeling, guys in that company, and we're going long on AEW, but it's it fits. I have a feeling, guys like the young bucks who used to feed information to Dave are probably very uninspired right now. They're like it's. They know that momentum's gone. They used to be the hip thing in the business. Yep. And now they're part of the sinking ship in the business. How about some of these guys that signed long-term deals and they're stuck there now? How do you think Edge feels? He must be like, it's like bizarro. How do you think Kenny Omega feels? Yeah. This is, this is where Kenny Omega should go to Tony and say, I came five years ago. I'm an original. Can you please do this with me so that I can at least try to do something positive for the business? Like why? But I think Omega's sitting there going, I love working with Callus. Yeah. Put Jericho in there with me. It'll work. It will not work. And it's maybe terrible. one day someone's going to say, geez, Don Callis does not help business. He yeah. doesn't. He's, he's. I like how we circled right back around to the, to the front. Well, that because was right at the start. Don Callis doesn't help business. That was the very start of this. It's not, he's not the biggest fault there. Nick, uh, Tony Khan is, but Don Callis is hurting Kenny Omega real bad. Let's talk about, what about some of these MLW Alexanderstone. Yeah, some of these guys, and there's a couple others. Ah, apparently requested a release, but is signed through next year. Yep. He's a jacked guy who can work. He would, I think he's got to go to WWE. He's smart enough to go to the brand that's hottest. Um, nobody ever asked, could he pass the the uh, <laughs> test anymore? <laughs> I don't used know. To be, that used to be the big thing. Oh, well, I don't think is. he could pass the test. You got to pass the test. They don't talk about those wellness tests nearly as much anymore, though. I oh, wonder. believe me, I've seen what you got to pass. Yeah. And there's, they test you for everything. Okay, yeah. so. I've seen it. In it's the a case lot. of Hammerstone, he should sign, he should go to, he should go to NXT. Hammerstees, you mean? Yeah, and do a year at, at NXT and get hot and see where that takes him. Jacob Fatu should also do that because he's a member of the fa- like the yeah. lineage. He's got some baggage though that that's holds him up. I can't. He can't get into Canada. Is that what it is with Jacob Fatu? I think I've heard that. I think there's some yeah, criminal. He's got some sort stuff. of. Cri- that's kind of what prevented him from being signed 
a few years ago. Yeah, they do a pretty thorough background check too. Um, which, <laughs> you know, so. which is too bad because he's a, a tremendous talent. Yeah. yeah. So, and then the Von Erichs, you know, maybe they move on. I think Major League Wrestling is still a well-run company, but it's an indie. It's mm-hmm. they do TV. Their TV's not bad. Do the, do the Von Erichs want to do anything for real though? Because they WWE there, won't touch them. They've been there for a while. They're supposedly okay or good, but they seem to be just back and forth to Hawaii where they live a lot. So like, if you had they, a chance to live in Hawaii, I think you'd be back and forth too, producer Chris. I absolutely would be. But if wrestling was my passion and I wanted to make it my life. I'd still be back and forth to uh, Hawaii, but I would. <laughs> is, didn't Kevin just move back from Hawaii to Texas? Uh, that's possible. Yeah, I'm Kevin not, is in Texas. I don't, ke- I yeah. don't keep up with You might have to wear him. shoes now. By the way, we are going to the Iron Claw. The yes, movie. the premiere. Yeah, well, it might not be the premiere. It's December 22nd. Let's get tickets to the premiere. Uh, I'll be here. Let's pull some strings. Come well, Shane Madison. Big O. You, you, we'll you call Big O. Big O. Yep. All right. What else do we have to talk about there, producer Chris? You got anything? Uh, I don't got anything. Rick Flair's long-term contract. I joked about it. Yep. Doesn't, like Sting did something because he yep. worked, and he always surprised people by how he worked. Mm. Jake Roberts, no. Arn Anderson, no. Billy Gunn, yeah, because of his look and the mm-hmm. in the daddy ass. Mm-hmm. That happened by accident. Though. He got yeah. over by association. What is Ric Flair gonna do? Cut promos, rip on know. Eric Bischoff, his put over Vince aren't Russo good anymore either? Like they're just nonsense. I just don't see the value. Yeah. And this is a guy that Bret Hart apparently was interested in being involved in creative, and he didn't even return his call. Yeah, <laughs> like what is the problem here? Bret Hart was just like, no. What no, well, what, what does Bret Hart know? I would let Brett, I would, you know what? I would have a panel with Brett Hart, maybe Ted DiBiase, someone that from, who went from the territory era to the late nineties. And what about Jeff Jarrett? He's, he's right there. Now, why doesn't he step in? I think the thing with Jeff Jarrett, when he booked TNA, he was good, but never great. Like Demore had a better run. Fair, But I mean, like he understands how to, you know, build an angle. Yes. Yes. He's been there for, you know, I mean, I would argue Jeff Jarrett's doing some of his better work right now. Yes. I and, agree. Yeah. And you're right. There's a guy right. Like you got to hand off. Like, Is he happy to just get a check too, though? <laughs> Look how frustrated you're getting. Well, because I've never seen. <laughs> He's just throwing his hands see, up in, in the air. See, in 99, 2000, I couldn't yeah. have predicted the end of WCW because I thought, hey, they, they've always been around. Yeah. They'll always be around. Hey, if they survived that Bill Watts era and they survived the Kip Allen Fry and they survived Jim Hurd, how will they not survive the post Vince Russo era? I always thought there would be another yeah. day. There are people, I'll tell you something I heard a couple of days ago. The industry right now, the television industry is changing because of the, re- there's a recession going on mm-hmm. and the money you pay for pro sports is now going down. I was just going to mention that. How, how does something as peripheral as wrestling? Yeah. WWE saw it with SmackDown having to leave Fox. Yeah. And You're, Fox just commented on that. And basically, they basically said underperformance. Yeah. They basically said, listen, the, the, the numbers weren't there for what we needed. And then, you know, on the flip side, they said, you know, they probably felt the same way um, that we couldn't deliver on some things, but that's it. I mean, that's no shocker. The numbers weren't there yeah, for what they were paying network TV, but with Tony having his deal coming up and with the business for him in the, She's it her and the numbers declining his kiss, or not improving. Yeah, his kiss of death was not good. Getting the opportunity to add more TV helped the balance sheet, but it actually exposed how terrible of a booker, how terrible his vision was. See, a little bit of Tony, when he only had two hours of TV, went a long way mm-hmm. because you he there was less time to he couldn't hot shot quite yep. as bad. Now, oh, I gotta, I gotta write two hours of TV. I gotta put something on there that people are gonna care about. So he's rushing to hot shot because he doesn't understand he's diluting himself. Yes, he's just diluting himself. It's like himself. when WCW launched Thunder, and to the same degree, WWE launching SmackDown led to the like by two thousand two, the oversaturation oversaturization yep. exposes bad wrestling because li- people can watch a little bit of something and want it to be better. They can't watch a lot of something and wish it was better. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work that way. It's terrible. Anyway, we got to go to the mailbag. Welcome. You've got mail. 
Digging into the mailbag this week, we got a couple of questions. Of course, you can get yours on by sending us an email, totalbeeshees at gmail.com, or hitting us up on our socials. We do have Instagram, Beeshees Wrestling, Facebook, search Beeshees Wrestling, and Twitter, not to be referred to as that other no, letter as well. Doesn't exist. All right, let's go to our first, or rather, our second audio question we've ever had on Beeshees Wrestling. Hello, Bees Cheese Wrestling. This is friend of the show, Scott Carnegie, with a question for the mailbag. With how hot wrestling is right now, independent wrestling, including here in Winnipeg, um, some of these companies are going to be running shows, some smaller companies, um, not well established. And, you know, the quality is dubious sometimes, and oftentimes that means they're going to get lumped in with other independent wrestling, right? Uh, a lot of people don't know the difference or will differentiate between CWE visiting your town versus some other less established company that has maybe a less, uh, a lower quality of uh, show. How do you think that's going to impact the these local markets, both in Winnipeg and surrounding areas, when we get these, you know, these other people trying to run shows and they kind of, uh, you know, kill the town? so to speak. What's, what's your take on that? I've always believed. Con- Thank you very much for the question, Scott. Did Thank he go for- to the Steve Stryker uh, que- question? He answer? got to it. He got to it. It was good. <laughs> and thank you for the audio submission. <laughs> now I've always believed co- competition is good. I've always believed that competition makes somebody try harder, which makes the product better. Now, if I'm a promoter, the first thing I'm doing right now is trying to offer someone something they can't get anywhere else. So I can say, Let's do business together and let's leave so-and-so behind. Yes, I am a proponent for exclusivity. Now, if the market is against exclusivity and you can't establish exclusivity, you have to do more with what you have. You have to work harder, you have to be more creative, and you have to get more results out of things. And that requires vision, marketing plan, and a commitment to production and quality. Okay, now Scott's question was, what will happen with the lesser thens playing in the same field as the ones that are better quality? That is an industry, as an industry standard, guys have to stop it from happening. If you want to be the best, you should want to work for the best company, not all the companies. You should always be thinking, hey, there's only one of me, and how can I be my best? Well, it's not showing up for the fourth best show. It's only wrestling for the best show. That's how you're going to fix it. Do I think that there's going to be market damage? Of course there is. CNWEA announcing a date that's going to be terrible could be damaging to a small town if they did it in a small town. Um, both company, or Two companies trying to run Brandon right now when Cloud9 has done a good job of building Brandon would be bad for Brandon and bad for the momentum Cloud9 has started. Because once number one is a set the bar here, you have to compete. You have to be looking to get to where number one is. You can't just say, well, I, I just want to run a show. I don't care that they do that. I'm just going to run my own show. If that's the promoter's attitude, then the wrestler should say, I'm better than that. I don't want to just wrestle a match. I want to have a great match. I, I don't just want to show up and get a $30 payoff. I want to build my brand as the Mecca Shane Madison. I want to build my brand as Red Hot Summer. And therefore, I'm going to be very selective, and I might only I might wrestle two less shows, but I'm going to wrestle two great shows and and not focus on four. Some of all parts can't equal four. Focus on quality. If everyone focuses on quality, the best of the best will survive, and the rest will be gone. That's what you need to do. All right, and Mecca, you got a direct question well, this week. Do you have an answer to it? First? Well, I, I just. I, I think know. you've answered the same question by your own action. For sure. Like by I, choosing only to wrestle for one company. Yeah, like I'm I'm not gonna wrestle for a bunch of different companies. I would never wrestle for CNWEA and they would never think to even call me. I believe they would call. Primo <laughs> Primos would never think to call me because they I know, believe they would call. No, they wouldn't call. They they know better. Sidebar. Did you talk to Rob Steele? Because after we went off the air I last week. I traded a text with him. Yeah, I was trading texts with him, and we were trying to arrange a meeting with him. Did that ever Here's go Here's what I get the vibe of. Okay. I want to talk about Gary, Gary Wolf, mm-hmm. and I think he wants to talk about his future. I think he wants to pretend Gary Wolf never happened. He'd love to come on the show and talk about the future of CNWEA, but I still want to find out what happened with Gary Wolf in his opinion. I think we should try to call him as soon as we're done here. <laughs> well, I, it would not... 
maybe as a new segment on the show, we'll just dial somebody in my phone and surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about this quickly. Maybe we, you might be onto something. Okay. Next question. What was it that you were going to ask? So the next question is not one that somebody wrote in or called in or emailed in. It's somebody, it's something that somebody asked me and we had speculated earlier um, regarding a show recently where a match we speculated, Hey, I think they were, their time was cut and we were right. Their time was cut. So the question from a wrestler who would like to rename or remain nameless is this. If you have, say, 20 minutes designated for your match, somebody goes long, and now it's cut down to, say, 12 minutes. How do you cut out certain things while wanting to still make the match make sense? That's what the, that's the question, and I'll just pose that to you. Stop mapping out your entire match. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Oh, I've got 20 minutes. I got to come up with a 20 minute match. No, yeah. I've seen wrestlers in the back. I saw it at the last local show. I was at the back in the back. They talked about the match for over an hour. Choreographed gymnastics. If you do that, you're screwed when they say, okay, you, we don't have as much time yep. and you got to cut down. Yeah. Oh no. Now I got to remember everything and I got to cut stuff. What? And you're scrambling. Yep. If you go into a match the proper way, it's, you and I are going to go in. Yep. This is going to be our finish. Yep. Obviously, you're the baby face. I want to get you over. I'm going to bump and sell for you. And then I'm going to take the heat on you because I'm the, the heel. Day. I'm going to take the heat on you because I'm <laughs> I'm the heel and I got to get the sympathy on you. But the crowd is going to tell me what's working and not working. Yep. And if the, if the crowd isn't into it, so pre-planning, if the, what do you do with the crowd if the crowd says, I'm not buying it? Yeah. So if you are going in, this is what we're going to do. Then we're going to do this. So we got to get, don't forget this. Da, 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 da. You're already, you're already messing up. You know, it's funny. I said to a wrestler who will also remain anonymous recently, and they just came back from a match and they probably had it choreographed. And then it didn't turn out well, yeah. because when you're on a script, if you have to deviate from that script, if you can't improvise, you're screwed. Or if the guy forgets something in that script, you get mad at him for not remembering. Right. So then I said to that guy, yeah, just so you know, everything that you did there, yeah, we're not going to be doing any of that next time. Yeah. Because like that that's a thing. Anybody can wrestle. That's just doing moves in a ring. When you learn how to work, you're putting it together in a fashion that makes sense. You're listening and feeding off the crowd and then you're you're going to the finish. You should have a starting, you should know what the ending is, and then the middle. Yeah, you might have an idea of a couple spots or whatever, but you need to feel what the crowd is doing. And if you're not, you're not really working. You're just kind of walking through moves. Today's generation forgot, keep it simple. Yep. Simple can still work. Oh, like, yeah. trust me, it's the more complicated you make it, the more complicated it is for the person watching it to, to digest it and, yep. and, and let it all sink in. So simple can still, if you're a good performer and you're over, doesn't matter how simple you are. Yeah. That People, was a great question that somebody asked. Yeah. You know, so I thought that hopefully everybody can take Hope something from that. Hope he wasn't the person who went into a match with a lot of stuff planned. Because if you're planning too much stuff, you're burning yourself before you go. Yep. Now, on the flip side, the anticipation is killing me. I want to know who's going to practice what they've learned here on this show tonight. And to do that, there needs to be events. So let's go to the event center. This... Is your Bishi's Wrestling Event Center. We start in Alberta, Friday, November 10th. Pure Power Wrestling is in Lethbridge. And finally, we shift to British Columbia, Saturday, November 11th. All-Star Pro Wrestling is in Vancouver. And that has been your Bishi's Wrestling Event Center. I'm going to assume that those pauses are to put in more time when there's only two events. That was a little bit short. <laughs> what is going on with the promoters? Why are they not looking at a calendar and saying, hey, like November 11th is a Saturday. Maybe like, why, are they not running, why are they yeah. not running November 10th? And and like, yeah. Well, there is one November 10th. One. There should one. be, there should have been 10. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're thinking it's like Remembrance Day. They want to, you know, I don't know. I'm yeah, not let's sure. all, I, I'm a, Remembrance Day is a big deal. Well, how many promoters, how many promotions have you run, Mike Davidson? I was just asked. Yeah, that how in, many? I was just asked <laughs> that in a text. I and you know what? The worst part is, I'm going to need to sit down and think about yeah, that answer. Sure. 
Um, I know the it's ones that had impact are not impact wrestling, but I've run a few and uh, you should have got that in the mailbag there, Mr. TB. Um, T's bees. Yes. Tuberculosis. I appreciate that you went to great, great effort to get to two events. That was tough. A lot of research involved with that. Yes. Uh, nothing in North Dakota. Nothing. Dang. Nothing till December, December 16th. Dang. Christmas you, road trip. Yeah, I think it's holiday hell coming up, but we'll talk about that further down the road. Okay. So what did we learn this week? Tony Khan's a terrible booker and Adam Knight is a, not worth the investment of a promoter. To the slapper. Back. The slapper and not the knee slapper. Um, you're ready. You're going to be in the rumble in about 11 days, I think it is. Yep. We're in crunch time now. Yeah. It's going to be good. How's the trainer been? Like the person, like the... The training's been regimen. great. It's been kind of tough, actually. I've been doing a lot of traveling, like I, you know, in Calgary this week. So there's been a lot of, you know, the dial, the meals haven't been kind of dialed in like they should be. But I think I'm ready. You know, I've been just, uh, you know, winning the Rumble is a crapshoot. It's the title match. You should be looking past the Rumble like you've already got it. No, you should be I can't focus look past on the your Rumble. title match. No, Listen. I got to win the it's step one, man. It's been ten years, man. I am an arm. Ten. I'm an years. armchair booker. I'm I don't want to be. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but he might not win the Rumble. Producer Chris is going to pass yeah. out. I don't think he slept <laughs> yesterday. What are you talking about? Listen, I'm going to win the Rumble, and I want everybody to get a ticket for this event because it's going to be something real special. It's going to be the best show this year. It's going to be the most important are you show sure? this year. Yep. Yes. If I'm on it, it's the best show. Yes. Well, um, in the meantime, and in between time, another edition of Bees She's Wrestling. We're 80 episodes deep, everyone. 